0: Hey everyone, J-Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Want to show your support for Tabletop for the End of the World? Then check out our merch store on teespring at teespring.com slash stores slash tfew dash market. We have all new merch on the store, like the Torrens Gym Tank or the Ahoda the Rich hoodie. We even carry stickers featuring the characters from It Comes from Within, the Patreon-exclusive podcast where our Tfew cast are forced into a sinister game played by an eldritch god. All this and more available on our store, so be sure to get yourself something while supplies last. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Your friends are making
1: quite a bit of progress. Towering above you in a four-poster bed is an enormous debilica. Did you really think that we could be friends of any kind? Yep. Where are we going, Mr. Lizard? To conquer the kitchen. This is your last chance to join us in our eternal conflict.
2: You could have done this as an ally. Now you do this as a tool.
1: I do not wish to be your tool. What makes someone a best buddy? When you go sliding down on Wool's tummy, <laughs> slickened by the foam erupting from his mouth. Whee! I am a conqueror of speed. So would this
3: classify as getting out of the dollhouse thing?
1: You have defeated my dollhouse. My forces will not have reached you yet. However, I will be arriving soon.
2: Oh goody, we'll kill you like the rest.
1: I think Dabilica is in trouble.
0: feeling better?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really helped out a lot.
0: And you're sure they're okay? Eh,
3: not exactly, but they did heal me up, and they like it when we play the game. <laughs>
0: so then why aren't they helping us with this?
3: <laughs> Can you blame them? This isn't their war. They've been in the labyrinth longer than we've been alive. So, just let them live. At least they know how to get in there.
0: I mean, I guess so. I still don't get how you even knew how to talk to them.
3: Mm, their English is broken, but... There are some context clues in there. Go, Stone Slaterpot.
0: Holy Stroke! How long have you been there? Hello?
3: <laughs> He's still warming up to you. I recognize you. Um.
0: Well, silence is better than hissing, I guess. It creeps me the Stroke out.
3: <laughs> They're fine. Now, come on. It's time to take the Leviathan.
0: Salutations, everyone! Elijah here to bring you more daily delights. Tell me, did you all have a good give-a-heart day? I know I did. Why, we received hundreds of hearts here at the office from all of you. And, may I say, some of them are quite tasty. One of our listeners even took the time to coat them in dark chocolate and put them in a box. Some kind of box of heart chocolates. It has been a real treat taking a bite out of each one and discovering the exact origin of the heart based on flavor.
2: There. There now. Get him. That's a good cat. Here you go. Ah, see? You gotta be tougher. If you aren't, anyone can come and take what's yours, Ren. You're not gonna feed him? If I feed him for that performance, he won't learn. Manny, is this- I don't want to hear it, Mitch. Jay and Kev might have made it out if they brought Ren with him, but he's not trained. I know what I'm doing. Look, dude, I know you worked in a zoo and all, but this seems a little- I know what I'm doing. Now, come on. It's game day, right? Yeah, I mean- uh just let me talk to Amelia for a second. Huh. And what is so funny? She's broken too. She's barely eaten or been outside her room since we beat Yang. She's mourning the death of her father, man. She's mourning a monster. Trust me. I know monsters. <laughs>
0: So, we gotta take different paths. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Liam said there were two gateways in. Well, he said holes, but I think he meant entrances.
0: Ah, oh, shit. We just got back together. Kev, I don't think we should do yeah. this. It seems hey, like a really bad... Don't
3: day. worry about it. It's game day, remember?
0: Look, I love playing too, but we have really strapped up priorities, bud. to talk about my love. Yes, that's right. I know, I know, and my apologies, listeners, but the truth is my heart is taken by another, and her name is Ichika. Say hi, Ichika. <laughs> oh, I should probably clarify for all of you. Ichika is the name of my computer. That's right. With this baddie, I can access anything and Everything I like across all Polterblatt servers. If I wanted to, I could even access Robin's memory banks from her time in true reality. Isn't that fun? But no, no, out of respect for her, I of course will not be doing that while I am live on air. Guys ready? As ready as ever. Cav, you still with us? Yep.
3: (laughs) This place... This place is enormous. Are you getting a lot of echo from us? A little bit. Uh, hang on. Okay. I should sound okay now. Uh, J-Mark, use that tech I gave you earlier.
0: Uh, got it. Just, um... mm. Alright, how's that? Loud and clear? (sighs) Gotta keep our audience entertained, I guess
1: Yep
3: Alright, I'll uh, I'll be climbing a bit from my end, but I'm here The game will be a good distraction
0: Distraction from...
3: Probably not a great time to mention that I hate heights, is it?
0: Okay, this is a really bad idea We can figure out another...
3: It's fine The Krista helped us out This is the least we can do Let's get going
0: Cool.
1: So what you remember of last time is you were trapped in an illusion, that illusion has now shattered, and you woke up in Balderdash as though nothing had ever happened, as though it had all been a bad dream. Except what you remember, besides literally all of it, is that the (laughs) illusion of Debilica in that last second had turned into someone entirely different, a squat little grey devil creature, wearing fancy clothes, a vest, and a peacoat, and a monocle, and was warning you that he was on his way. Did I tell you his name? Darth Smeagol. Oh, God.
0: I oh, oh my God. Is this Lord Binks?
1: Lord <laughs> Binks is on his way. He said that because you escaped so quickly. The rest of his forces would not be arriving ahead of him. He's decided instead that he's coming to you.
0: So what is his name? Like his actual Well,
1: name? he hasn't told you yet.
0: Hey, what's your name?
1: Well, he's not here. You've woken up, <laughs> Twilight. The illusion dream is over.
0: Oh okay. oh okay I
1: understand create and thus, thus a sense of mystery has been contained and continues on <laughs> Twilight still wakes up and asks that
3: <laughs>
0: I, I roll to solve the mystery uh, okay can you make that <laughs> uh, make an an investigation. investigation
1: check no sorry make a sleight of hand okay. sleight of hand check uh,
0: that was a 12
1: okay um <laughs> you've stolen my notes for the campaign I'm gonna hold them up to the microphone and you can read them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah.
1: All right, uh, you got it?
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. No, no, yeah.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you ten more seconds.
2: Don't worry, I'll keep them pinned against okay. the mic
1: with my middle finger. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so you wake up in Balderdash. Uh, it seems to be a sleepy morning in the quiet maze town, which is no longer a maze. What? Balderdash is actually a giant butt? Oh, oh no, my secret notes no one was supposed to know.
2: We've been living on Mayor Bucket's ass this entire time. <laughs> Y'all live inside me. Get all up inside <laughs> oh, me. Oh no! Oh no! Hey, wait a minute! Let's Did not, you use my aura protection against me when I tried to make that blast or the hold person against J Mark last game? Oh no! It just he oh, just okay. straight up. No, I just they, I just
0: rolled. I just rolled. Yeah, well they now. just rolled no. well.
2: It, it was pure success. I was hoping it backfired in combat against an ally. It was unadulterated success.
1: Because J-Mark's hands are cheaters. You wake up with the knowledge that something is coming for you in a threatening and confident manner. Dabilica? You say Dabilica's name to no answer. Lert, explain Uh, what has happened. I still don't know.
2: As I look into the sky...
3: I I think Dabilica has been held somewhere. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure what this, this demon fella is intending, but they're coming after us. So either Oh
0: my god, did I kill her? Um did I kill her? I, I chopped off the Dabilica in the in the thing. Did I kill Dabilica? Well
3: she was still talking oh, to me while no. you were doing that so I'm I'm hoping not, but uh I think we've got one of two options. Either we can try and find the demon and kill them before they get to us, or we can uh run. Run where?
1: Uh up and, well, Torin, and... as you as you say that, you do remember you now have a map of the castle. I have a map of the castle. I believe you are the one carrying it. It's the map you received when you were at Demon Orient or Devil Orientation. That was Twilight. Twilight stole that. Well, then Twilight has it.
2: Twilight, you have a map. Remember now.
0: Oh, I just remembered. I have a map. I have the map of the castle. <laughs> And Twilight pulls the map out of... Also, where are we? What space are we in? I guess that should be important. Uh, You are in
1: Balderdash. As far as you know, you are not in some kind of dream illusion reality. Um, We all wake up in the same
2: bathtub with one less kidney.
1: I would like to add that when you said blue Lulu loop that was canonical that Twilight said that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That is canonical. But my question is, like, are we... At Selena's place, are we at Gerhardt's place? Uh, like I destroyed Gerhardt's place.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, right. Yeah, Gerhardt's place no longer exists, I believe.
3: <laughs> Damn it. That bundle of twigs is gone.
2: They can live in the boulder, I threw.
1: You are in a tiny uh, one-room shed that is otherwise unused, and I believe the people of Balderdash have gifted this to you for your uh, acts of heroism and bravery. It's the hero's
0: house? Oh, uh, the shack? The shack is conveniently far away from any big rocks, Torrin. Um yes
1: <laughs> Don't
2: you mean inconveniently?
0: <laughs> Twilight takes out the map and lays and lays it flat and like um puts some stuff on the corners to, to look. Some at Some smaller it. rocks. Okay. Some smaller rocks that Torin can't use to destroy buildings. Okay, so uh we're here at Baldur's Twilight,
2: you will now remember you have the cheetah's key.
0: Do I need it for the map?
2: You do not need I it for the map. I don't think we ever dispelled the illusion. <laughs> we just stole a map.
0: No, the the illusion doesn't last that long. So it's definitely been dispelled. At this oh, okay. Point. Like it's been over a month. You,
1: yeah, you don't you don't need it for the map. The cheater's key is for is for giving you freebies through through puzzles and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But for right now, no, you can see the map and once again as you unroll the map, uh you see a three-dimensional magical rendering. Of the castle in front of you, and okay. you can see all the various, uh, all the various rooms and areas of the castle. There's five or six areas labeled torture chamber of various kind. Zoom in on the various restrooms. There are no restrooms. No one, no one pees in this universe. Mayor Bucket's an anomaly that is beyond all recognition <laughs> or comprehension.
0: You just made Mayor Bucket so much more terrifying because he has things coming out of him that doesn't make sense. Then the berries don't impact us?
1: No, there, there's there's all kinds of bathrooms. I mean, you, pick your favorite. Here's the thing, there's no handicap bathrooms, uh, and we find this castle this castle is not compliant with any kind of regulatory codes.
0: Oh, well, that's a shame. You can't have that.
1: No. They we are, are g-
2: agents of HIPAA, or whatever they're called. They are jonesing for a lawsuit. OSHA. OSHA. Agents of OSHA.
0: There are a lot of OSHA violations in this castle. Hey, Hey, guys, do you want to just, like... Spend the rest of this adventure just fixing this castle up. <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's this I was room just gonna write
2: them a few tickets and shut it down.
0: Twilight points to a room. It's like, you see this room? There's no railing. It's just a giant hole. Like you could have a real scrappy young farm boy and a heroic princess and a scavenger or a whatever a smuggler just kind of like launch themselves over there and like knock somebody down a large hole. Just seems really inconvenient.
1: The whole twilight's pointing to is labeled Infinite Tooth Hole, and it does seem to be surrounded by a desert of some kind. Some kind of some synthetic like sand area that expands for what looks like miles.
0: And there are two sons
1: in Tucson. In yes, they are in they're in Tucson, the desert with two sons uh, named Devon and Kyle.
0: This is the worst bit we've this. ever done. This is the weakest. <laughs> this is nothing. Wow. Just as we this struggle is... to get it
3: going. This bit died <laughs> immediately. I'm not drunk enough for this.
1: Some other rooms that you see on this map uh, as you travel upwards uh, from where you are in the castle. You can see where you are in Balderdash. It's clearly labeled. Uh, and you can see the shattered mansion. Above it you can see the rafters that you have uh, that the, the dire sturges nest upon. And past that there are some rooms labeled headquarters. There is a room labeled the farm of Cubic. Further up, there is the top of the tower, which is labeled holding cell.
3: Do we want to go to headquarters, or do we want to go uh, all the way up and see if we can, I don't know, we free somebody who can help with our uh, our quest, our interest, our desire to get
2: out of here? Why
0: is there? Why is there a farm?
2: Very top corner of the map. Pulcher Blatt's Shack.
0: Were you we trying to say Catch? Oh, God. Is it Geo I was trying to say he has a masturbation <laughs> chamber.
2: Nobody's allowed. You need a special key to get in and kill seven Dire Sturges. As I said, there is already several torture
1: chambers.
0: So, so wait, why is there a farm?
1: Are you asking me, who doesn't actually exist in this universe?
0: No, I'm asking the group. I'm
2: asking I was, oh. I was right. scared because
1: okay. no one else was saying anything. <laughs> I I'm I'm
2: thinking I that, honestly thought he was asking you yes.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I was using my twilight voice.
3: I'm thinking that uh, it's it's not quite the farm we think it is. It's a farm for devils. And as far as I know, most of them don't eat.
0: What you mean like where they where they grow them?
3: A human farm. Um maybe. I, yeah, I think it's more along
1: the lines of their farming souls or something else. As I said, it is the farm of Cubic, and Cubic is spelled C U B I Q U E. It will make more sense later, perhaps.
0: So you're saying there's a farm that grows best buddies? Oh, God. And Twilight's eye, like a glaze starts going over the eyes as they imagine all the possibilities. Vert
3: looks at Torn.
2: Torn squeezes the bridge of his nose, feeling a headache coming
3: on. The ghost of Torn also squeezes their nose.
1: <laughs> Next to Torin, the ghost of Torin from the future looks equally disappointed.
0: I love the idea that the ghost of Torin every time he appears is in a different form because as time goes on the way he dies changes. So like sometimes he appears he's like disembowelled, another time he appears he's just missing limbs. One time
2: he's just got a spear <laughs> in him and on the back of the spear behind him stuck to his back is Bert. <laughs>
3: We blame you. At one point, it looks like he was stabbed with his own sword. <laughs> the ghost of Virtus waves you like, hey. What's <laughs> <Stop.
1: laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. Let's deal with it. Also, I blame you. <laughs> so this is the information you've been given. Uh, you, are, you are free to prepare for any step you feel is next, whether that is weathering this incoming attack. To slightly or... interfere. I want one ghost.
2: Sorry. <laughs> I want one ghost visit to be just my heart. Ghost heart appears on the floor and it beats out Morse code. I blame you. (laughs) The telltale
1: dragon heart. So this is the information you've been given and you can do with it what you will, whether you're going to prepare for this incoming attack, whether you uh, want to... Travel somewhere up in the castle or maybe some combination of the two as in like prepare for this at- this incoming attack somewhere different All you know about this enemy is that they spoke with in intense Confidence and seemed obviously capable of accessing very powerful illusory magic
3: Yeah, that hasn't helped anyone else out with us yet Um, do you, <laughs> you think <laughs> do, do, do you think we should go to headquarters? Or maybe, I, I guess we could go check out the the farm of
2: Kubik. We could go to their headquarters, their strategic a- location, and chop the head off this
1: many, many, many-headed snake.
0: Is there an armory?
1: Roll investigation as you navigate this magical map, and you see that the farm of Kubik and headquarters are the only two locations on this penultimate floor. So going to one or the other and back and forth looks like it'll be pretty easy.
0: I got a sixteen. Uh
1: sixteen you look around you find there is an armory inside
0: uh the headquarters. We're going there. More weapons. Yeah. Twilight looks at Torin and goes, You mean we can finally make Mecha <laughs> Yeah, that's what
2: we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I lost sight of the mission. What was the mission again? <laughs>
0: Twilight picks up No 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 this is the mission now. Twilight picks up Vert <laughs> and places Vert like an arm cannon on Torin's wrist. And uh Twilight hops onto Torin's shoulders, um, like legs around the head, and takes out their loot, ready for battle. Mecha Torrin, level one!
1: Uh, Torrin, I'd like you to make a strength saving throw, please. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I would remind you, Twilight, you are sitting directly on top of Chester.
0: <laughs> no, 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 my, ha- uh, my crotch is on Chester, but my head's around Torrin's neck. Or my legs are around Torrin's neck.
2: You're a dickish one, Mr. Mitch.
0: <laughs> you don't know if I have- oh, I'm talking about Mitch, just
2: kidding. 16 <laughs> plus 3 from my strength. You are holding up a- uh... Eat my fictional dragon dick. <laughs>
1: As opposed
0: to his real dragon.
1: So Day. if I'm keeping count now, Torin, you have five fictional sentient entities on top of your character. You have Vert, Chester, Twilight, and We form up Voltron and win the game. And because you have Twilight on you, you also have Derek and Mo. Is he
3: getting an AC bonus for this? Tell me yes.
0: I think he's getting a movement debuff. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, but every, but every time you take a step, the whole area shakes and it's really dramatic.
3: But we have advantage on awesomeness, so uh, it's worth it.
1: Oh, yeah, intimidation checks are going to have advantage right now for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we have less armor
1: class because it just made
2: our hitbox bigger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> but we do, have, we do have advantage on people fan- like fawning over us. Like, oh, I love Kevin's so cool. idea
2: of upping the armor class. Haha, ha, we're unstoppable now, arrow to the eye, twilight falls
0: off. <laughs> well, look, the thing is, we learned this ability from Elliot, so it works out <laughs> fine. <laughs> if Elliot can do it, so can we! Yeah, so you guys want to go to the to headquarters? Yeah. Do we have anything we need to settle before we leave?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Yeah,
1: anyone you want to see? Anyone you're worried about?
2: Is this like the checkpoint in a game where it's like, you can't come back to this map? Finish your stuff.
1: You now notice that the room you're in is filled with uh, with uh, healing points and a save point and chest high walls.
2: <laughs> we can't climb the chest high walls, but they're there.
3: <laughs> is there a pot in the room?
0: Can we do some last minute shopping before we depart? Absolutely. What do we
1: have for currency? I spent mine on a new symbol. Uh, you helped Selena get supplies, or I suppose Vert helped Selena get supplies from the Hyper Mimic. Uh, So those could be available now. So we check what the Potion
2: Master has smithed.
1: Got it. Yes. Using her potion smithing.
2: (laughs) And we'll check what the smith has brewed.
1: Yes, you enter Selina's shop and see uh, Gerhardt is sitting on the counter, sort of swinging, like, one leg, like, very quickly, and swinging the other leg with the ball and chain on it much slower. She still seems to be, like, getting a little bit of momentum out of it. So, yeah, that's that's
0: coming along. Hi, Gerhart! And Twilight comes and gives her a big hug. Hi, guys! Hey, so we're gonna go uh, steal a bunch of stuff from devils. That's our plan for today. Maybe you can find something to get you out of this big ball and chain thing.
1: Hey, that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm kind of getting used to it, though. I mean, watch this. She jumps down on the floor, and she takes a step, and she's able to drag the ball behind her by herself. You look jacked. I'm
2: getting there. If you ever choose to escape from it, I find the blood of your enemies mixed with baby oil
1: helps. Oh, good, yes, to make it slipperier. Actually, with my doppelganger powers, I'm finding, I'm just kind of trying like, to shapeshift just my muscle mass and try to see if I can't make myself temporarily stronger when I need to in specific locations.
0: Who knows what'll happen? I don't care if that's not a real mechanic, because I want it to be a thing. Can you do me a favor? Can you say puras ultra? Uh, prus ultra. Yeah, but like real dramatic. Like Puras
1: ultra! Pras! She trips. She fell over on Uh, her face. Ah, you'll get
0: there, buddy. Yeah. It's okay, you'll get there. Thanks, Twilight. Absolutely, and Twilight helps her up. So, uh, we're here to get potions so that we can, uh, steal from the devils.
1: There's no response from the back room. Hello? Hmm, she just went back there. Vert, flashbang and enter.
3: Vert just trots in.
1: We just
0: walk in and she's hooking up with Ray. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hot. Now explain that scene in detail, DM.
0: Can <laughs> <laughs> we just have a just a real, real hot sex scene between Sleena and Ray? Gonna need that right dun, 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 dun. Uh
1: you walk into that room to see a large dog staring back at you. <laughs> it's like a like a like a dog large enough like uh like one of Manny's dogs is staring back at you. Um, hey? Uh, <laughs> Torn gets in a wrestling stance. Ready. Hello? The dog makes a whining noise at you, and it starts circling around. Uh Go ahead and take perception checks, my dudes.
0: Twilight is going to take this perception check, but also going to scoot the murder gnome in front of us.
1: Five plus three, so nothing.
0: Twenty-three.
1: Uh, Fifteen. Okay, so everyone but Torin realizes this dog is sort of circling in the room around some empty glass vials. This is, of course, Selena's storage room for all of her supplies and her potion works, and she has her alchemist table in here. Yeah, so you see glass vials at the dog's feet. Twilight goes up to the dog. Somebody's
2: at the alchemist table, and you have to try to talk to them so they'll get off of it so you can use it.
0: <laughs> I love the game scrim. Um, yeah, so Twilight goes up to uh, the dog and goes Selena. <coughs> oh oh no. <coughs> okay. Um Vert,
2: fix it with your
3: wizard magics.
0: Uh, uh, burp, burp, burp.
3: Vert preps a fireball, looks at the
1: vials, and says, Are you mimics? The dog shakes its head.
0: Okay. Um Oh God! The dog. Uh, the dog
1: can- pads over to the alchemist table and starts uh, pointing with its nose at some at some vials that are full of different colored liquids, uh, and then looks back at you. Seeing as how I don't have
2: religion, I doubt I can make potions.
0: <laughs> you don't need religion to make a potion. It's not always religion. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's religion with you, God. Your God won't help you with exactly this. God. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe your god will help you with this.
0: Uh, Twilight uh, picks up Vert and plops him down at the alchemy table and goes, You have Arcana, right? I mean, you know how to make potions, right? I don't know what stats are. Mm. That was a weird moment. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Just shit all over the fourth wall.
1: (laughs) Just just bucket all over the fourth wall.
3: (laughs) But make it in a smiley face, at least. I mean, you gotta be fun.
1: Um, Oh, for sure. So...
3: I I would like to make a check. I I am trying to discern what these potions are or could potentially be based on materials sitting next to it.
1: Okay, that is definitely an Arcana check. Uh, go ahead.
3: That is going to be a twenty-one.
1: Well done. Now, you're not an expert potion maker, but you can see you've you've heard a lot about potion reagents and different things that are used to make potions, such as reagents. This is spiraling. The point is, from these, you can see three vials, each a different color. You see a green one, a blue one, and a purple one. And looking at these reagents, you see a lot of the hyper mimic pieces, a lot of the things that you guys have extracted from the hyper mimic. Hyper mimics, you know, you know, being mimics, known for their transformative properties. Looking around, you see these seem to be some kind of transformation potions, based only on the reagents, except with these reagents, and since you're not 100% sure what the true effects of each potion is, the best you can tell is that these will transform you into a general sort of category of thing. By which I mean, you can tell that the green one will turn you into some kind of plant, the blue one will turn you into some kind of object, and the purple one will turn you into some kind of
0: animal. I just had the best idea ever. And Twilight places a hand on torn's shoulder, like reaching up for it, and goes, I'll turn torn into a flea, a harmless little flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box, and then I'll put that box inside another box, <laughs> and then I'll nail that box to myself, <laughs> and then I'll smash the box! Wrong Lima
2: Or, and I put my entire hand on your head and slightly lift you off the ground...
0: (laughs) Twilight allows this.
2: (laughs) I could turn you into a plant and piss on you.
0: Twilight goes, you really don't even need to do that. You've been trying to do that for this whole time.
3: We've all done that! Uh, Vert turns to the dog. So, um, did Selena drink one
1: of these? Nods. Is Selena one of the bottles? Shakes head. (laughs) The dog. The dog sits up.
0: <laughs>
1: I think he rolled his investigation in the negative. The dog. The dog jumps up and then jumps down and jumps up and jumps down. Are you Selena? Nods. That's so. how.
0: I literally said that. That was the first thing I said.
2: Nobody listens to you anymore.
0: You're not wrong. The
2: dog <laughs> nods. <laughs>
0: Okay, so the green one turns us into a plant, mm-hmm. the red one turns us
1: into... It's green, it's it's all the cold colors, so green, blue, purple. Green is a plant, blue is an object, purple is an animal. I have a, it's, it's fairly random, because these are some fairly unpredictable potions Selena has made for you. So I can just tell you, she, after a few minutes... Uh, turns back into Selena and is able to explain
0: to you what these potions do And we all freak out as this dog suddenly turns into Selena ah! we never knew How could we have ever known? It's not like anyone pointed it out it's it's that
1: the uh, there's a chart I have for each potion and it can turn you into a wide range of plants, animals and objects. It lasts 10 minutes the transformation for each one lasts for 10 minutes. The transformations range in sizes. So for plants you could turn into... A fern, or you could turn into a tree, or you could turn into a shambling mound.
0: Are you mobile as a plant or an object? Like, do you appear as it, but physically can do other things, or are you just that?
1: That's what Selina was testing by taking the potion herself. She finds that you are still sentient in all three forms. Your ability to move is greatly limited by whatever you turn into, though. It could be an excellent disguise. What happens if we mix them all together? Uh, she has no idea and looks at you with terror in her eyes at the sheer thought of it.
0: I think that's going to happen at some
1: point. Yeah. I'm worried um, that it will. We, <laughs> it will. We're not that
2: smart. I think we just proved that. So yeah. I will ascend to God, Torin, for 10 minutes.
0: If we take all three, we'll probably become a Titan or something. And become a plant object animal. Twilight hands the blue one the to Torrin with a big smile on their face and goes, Because you're a tool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel
1: so good, does it? Being a jerk. So this has taken about ten minutes of your time. Torrin's waiting for Twilight to
2: turn around. Ooh.
0: Twilight turns around.
2: <laughs> All right, good buddy. I've learned my lesson and thwaps them on the back as hard as possible.
0: <laughs> Ow! Worth that, Uh, Twilight... Would like to take the the uh, purple one for themselves.
2: Go ahead. You just want to match your skin tone, racist.
0: No, because Twilight, yeah, whatever, I'll own it. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. wait, wait, what,
1: how am I, I, never mind. All right, Vert can take the green one. Vert becomes a piranha plant. Yes, okay, you have those potions, and Selena wishes you the best of luck. Thank
0: you. Of course. All right, how many um, p- of
1: each potion did we get, or just one of each? Just one. You have one blue one, one green
2: one,
0: one purple one. Twilight leans down to Vert and goes, we're definitely going to dump all these in Torrin's mouth, right?
3: Well, I have the option or at least the base opportunity of being taller, so I'm not
0: so certain. (laughs) Twilight looks at Vert and, like, steps to the side to Torrin and looks up at Torrin and, like, gets on tippy-toes and goes, we're going to dump this all down Vert's throat, right? (laughs) Like, very clearly. (laughs)
2: It might make him a full dragon. He'll be happier that way. And he will be hornier. (laughs)
3: Because I knew that was coming next.
1: Let's go to McKean's, guys.
2: And the blue makes me transform into an object, right?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, McKean is there. He's just hammering it out. You know how it is. Good to see you, boys! Oh, God!
0: Oh, God! Stop! McKean, stop! First you whip it out, now you're hammering it out. Why do you keep doing this?
1: I'm going to assume whatever you think you're describing is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing
3: else to do in this town.
2: I've lost control of the narrative. You believe what you want to. <laughs> yes. Hey,
1: he's so cordial, too. He's just hammering it out like, how you doing, boys? Yeah, right out in the open. Right in front of the forge. <laughs> Got your order right here. <laughs> Says, how are you boys doing? Uh, g- good, and you? Uh,
0: we're doing all right. Uh, we're going to go... We're gonna go get more stuff for you to smith out of. Oh,
1: that'd be lovely!
0: We could use more, like, armor, or weaponry, or really anything you got. What do you got to help us with?
2: Or some sort of armored
1: weaponry. Ah, yes. Shields! He goes to his tool shed, and he opens it up, and you can see inside is pretty much any kind of weapon and armor you could you could want. Where did this come from?
0: He says, well,
1: anything you want to trade for?
0: Wait! No! Where did this come from?
2: Well, I, I smithed it. Torrin leans down to vert. Maybe we can trade Twilight for the good stuff. You can trade me some of your good items that maybe you can have some of
1: this stuff. What are you looking for?
3: Uh, I could do something silver.:
1: What is the stuff? If you were to go into your player's handbook, it would be any mundane uh, weapon or armor that you would want to top off your your arsenal such as you know plate mail for more AC or uh like a certain kind of a spear or a quarterstaff, if that's what you're looking for. Maybe some kind of crossbow or a bow. Various levels of equipment and armor. You know, shields, bigger shields, larger It's just that uh, the only currency available is uh, trading for the, the items you've acquired as you traveled.
0: Twilight is looking at the chain shirt.
1: Chain shirt? Yeah, 13 plus yeah. Uh, plus 2 for dexterity.
3: Yeah, all all medium yeah. has a plus 2 yep. uh, max.
1: Yeah, it's it's limited by your dexterity to a max of two. So if your dex mod is two, then you get plus two.
3: What is your current um, armor?
0: Uh, I have the leather armor, so 11 plus dex.
3: You could do studded leather. That's a plus two AC, but no max dex bonus.
1: Yeah, that'd just be 12 plus dex.
0: Oh, I do like that. Mm -hmm. And my dex is high. Yeah, Yeah, let's do that.
1: Because it's for everything. I will upgrade to plate armor
2: and just trade him my current armor. He says, well, I'm going to need a little bit more than that. And I can give him the Sturge chest plate. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. You turn in two suits of armor for
1: one and you get plate mail.
0: And Twilight goes, I don't really uh, want any of your stuff, but could you upgrade my leather armor?
1: I could put some studs in it.
0: Yeah, put some cool, some cool guy studs.
1: Cool. Uh, what do you trade me for these studs? Your stud. Can
0: you can you make one of the studs look like a boy band?
1: Would you like a, a Lance Bass or would you like more of a Justin Timberlake?
0: Oh, uh, a Timberlake, please, definitely.
1: Absolutely. One of your uh, he he pulls out a a a stud for leather armor and he gives it frosted tips. Uh,
0: Yay!
1: Uh, and he says, "Well, uh, I'd be happy to put these in your armor for you. What do you give me?"
0: Um. I can give you... And Twilight starts rummaging around in their equipment, and Twilight goes, Oh, you want my dagger? I don't really use it. Well, oh, just a dagger, eh? Well, I guess a little more metal to forge wouldn't be that bad. Yeah.
1: He's he's eyeing it like he's maybe not sure. Like he wants, he's gonna try to get a little bit more out of you. He says, uh, well, just just one dagger. That's, uh, it's hardly making up for the metal I'm losing.
0: Oh, you're right. Here you go. And Twilight hands him the five dollar gift card to Cece's Pizza. Uh,
1: yeah, that works. And you now have studded leather armor. Uh, your studs and your armor have frosted tips. I'm really excited that he took that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know under what context Twilight would have been able to make that work.
1: It was it was essentially just currency. <laughs> uh, Vert, do you want anything? Not really.
3: Like, I can't wear any armor, so.
2: <clears throat> and I'm guessing we can't trade for better
3: weapons.
1: Oh, I'll trade you for weapons. What you looking for?
3: Well, I'm looking for a silver dagger, but I don't really have much to oh. trade.
1: Oh, we're flat out of silver. Yeah. I could take something you already got, Silver, break it down for you, and put the silver somewhere else. No. Or I could, uh, if you trade me for something, I could maybe take something you already got, make it sharper, make it a little bit better.
3: Well, um, mm, let's see.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what else I could do for you, Vert, if you're having trouble picking. Uh, I could take a weapon you already got, and I could uh, add a trait to it for you. For example, he could take a weapon and give it the uh, the heavy trait to make it two-handed, but it does more damage. The light trait, where you could wield it with one-handed if you were to dual wield. You could give it range or reach to increase it, to make it from a five-foot weapon to a ten-foot weapon. G- he could make something thrown. Or he could make something versatile, where you could use strength or dexterity as its attack and damage modifier.
3: Uh, nah, that's actually okay because I have a reach weapon, and I just have my dagger, uh, and that pretty much already uh, does it. What it? it, it yeah.
2: Ah, good. Would he be able to take the silver off my halberd and put it on a greatsword? Uh, yes, he could do that. Yeah. Uh, it would have to break down your halberd. Would that be okay? Yes. so break down the halberd and turn it into a greatsword with silvered. Maybe
1: to balance it out, put silver on one edge. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, he does this. Your silver halberd now becomes a silvered greatsword. And I believe your halberd was a plus one weapon.
2: The halberd, I'm looking at the stats now. The halberd was 1d10 slashing, heavy reach, two-handed.
1: Did I ever make that halberd, um, was it plus one for being silvered? Yep. So now it's a plus one silvered greatsword, and he he breaks so, it down and and silver's one edge of the greatsword, so it is the the half silvered greatsword, and that is now a two d six slashing. Yep, although I believe it loses its ten foot reach, so I think you gain damage and you lose a little bit of utility.
2: Yes, plus one silvered greatsword, so the plus one would go onto like the rolls or what? Uh, For yeah, damage. and it, well, both actually. Alright, I've upgraded to full plate armor and a stronger weapon in the greatsword, and i still got to keep the silver. Now my AC is at 20. Well, it's full 20 with my shield.
1: Uh, outside the f- uh, you're in the forge area, and from the entryway to the town, you hear one of the guards scream out. Then there's silence.
0: Hey, uh, actually, I'm sorry. I know we got this whole thing going on, but- uh, it's been, it's been really bugging me, and I'm not sure if I'm going to make it back. Um, hey, Manny, how, how's Ren doing? Mitch told me that you'd been keeping an eye on him for me.
1: Oh yeah, he's fine. What do you mean he's fine? You're basically torturing him.
0: Quiet, you! What was that? I didn't catch that.
2: Nothing. He's fine. Mitch, uh, don't we got a game to play? Gotta keep
1: the Chrissa happy, right? Hang on, guys. I need to talk to Manny about something important. Uh, hideout stuff. Yeah, I gotta find our new hideout and figure out logistics.
0: You know, folks, I think now is as good a time as ever to appreciate just how far we've come. Think, just a few short months ago, encroachers were once again trying to attack us. But now, where are they? nowhere of course absolutely nowhere that is worth celebrating but i think we need to look at the bigger picture and commemorate the success of the one and only pokovnik lorong in fact he has told me that he will want to stop by the studio sometime and speak to all of you on air that's right I am going to accomplish what Robin never could. I am going to bring our Pokovnik here for all of you to listen to.
1: Yeah, so, Manny, just be more careful, I guess. You know, be gentle. You don't
2: know what you're talking about. It's fine.
1: (sighs) J-Mark would love what I'm doing. Uh, okay. Mm. We'll talk about this later. So, you guys heard the scream from the edge of Balderdash.
0: What do you do? Uh, yeah. Um, Kevin, you take this. I gotta climb for a second. Uh. <clears throat> oof. Ow. Hey. Dang. Uh, okay.
3: So, uh, there's the scream from the edge of town? Um, Scream from the edge of town, coming from the gate. Hmm, I'm thinking we gotta go get this uh, to the vertmobile. Yeah, let's 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 make our way over there. All
1: right, let's let's go go see what's going on up there. And as a team, you go. Uh, the three of you take off running through balderdash, making your way to the gate where you see uh, one of the goblins who has been volunteering as a guard laying. Face down in a puddle of his own blood, a massive cut uh, goes from his from his shoulder to his hip across his back. The lantern that the people of Baldurdash use to discern friend or foe from entering the village lies on the cobblestones at the inside the goblin's puddle of blood. And standing in front of the goblin is that silvery devil that you remember from your illusion dream so so early on this morning that it is looking up at you smiling it is dressed head to toe in the fanciest of clothes uh, a pea coat and a monocle and this cute little cane and hat uh, top hat specifically well what do you know meals on wheels it looks up at the three of you and says well if i were to eat you well, then all the fun would end. I would much rather kill all of you slowly.
3: Oh, that's cute. You think it's us. Ha ha ha. Vert would like to use Mage Hand to grab the lantern and bring it to him.
1: Uh, you do that, and the...
2: Uh... I was kind of hoping your devil would be fancy dressed, but then the voice would be a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, uh, What are you all doing with that lantern
1: right there? Uh, yuck? <laughs> just real, just like, I, I got our oh. lantern.
0: Okay, so hold on. I got a. La- I got to a landing. So there's a, a devil down there.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, it's the uh, devil. It's the little squat uh, gray devil from the illusion. We we met up with the approximately.
0: Approximately how far would you say it's from us?
1: He is. I, I guess as far as you'd like him to be. Uh. So what you saw, by the way, you saw a goblin lying in a puddle of blood with a huge cut across its back, and a and the devil standing there in front of it.
3: I guess we're. Like, what, 20 feet away, something like that?
1: Yeah, 20 feet away if you choose. And the little devil says, well, shall we begin the game? Uh, Twilight
0: casts Shatter on the devil.
1: Totally. And as you cast Shatter on the devil, the devil turns invisible. Roll your damage for Shatter. And I want to cast Divine Sense. Ooh, very nice.
0: Uh, Nine.
1: Yes, uh, nine damage. So you you know, you hear the shatter go off uh and you hear the little devil go oh damn it
0: and as a reminder the way shatter works is it's not like thunderwave where it launches them it's on a concentrated point right so even though he turned invisible it technically should lock him into
1: a spot and that's and that's why he said damn it it still definitely hit him uh and awesome. he uh with the torin's divine sense uh you can see that this little devil the the ping you get on your divine sense is enormous, Torin. Of all the devils you've encountered so far in person, this one's sort of power level is hitting you the hardest. Uh, it's the I energy. I to one knee and grab my head. Uh, and you can feel this thing running into the sort of farmlands where the goblins are farming uh, the various corns and mazes and vegetables that they're growing in the destroyed garden. Uh, around Balderdash. No! Vert, quickly! He's heading
0: towards the farm! I'm on it! Uh, Twilight would like to use a quick action, uh... Twilight goes, Hey, Moe? Yeah, what's going on, Tuts? Listen, I need you to go with Vert and help him out, okay? And Twilight would like to give ability to Vert, to Moe, to give the Vert at some point. It, to so, give to
1: Moe to give to Vert.
0: Yeah, because Moe can take a charge of a, a spell. Yep, yep. Yeah, which, in, uh, which... Skill is most important to you for the spells you cast.
3: Uh which oh, um charisma.
0: So would that be Eagle Splendor or Cat's Grace?
1: I believe that would be uh you give them Twilight's personality. <laughs> and that empowers yeah, get, their charisma.
0: Yeah. So Twilight gives uh Mo Eagle Splendor and he goes, Hey, go teach Vert how to be like me. And uh Mo goes, I got you, Toots, I'll take good care of your little friend there. No problem. And uh, Mo flies over to Vert and lands on Vert's shoulder. And uh, Mo's you like, you never had a friend
1: like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wah, 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 wom,
1: wom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you do that, Vert, you turn the corner and you see a goblin is gardening. You see a goblin gardener. Everybody down. The goblin sees you and hits the deck, as it were. Like, just lies face down on the floor. It's just instinct for them now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, these goblins know you and they recognize you. They, they know that I'm dangerous. Uh, what you see before you is a, you see about 40 feet uh, down, the, down the way, uh, and then it curves, uh, you know, because the whole maze that was going around Balderdash is circular. So what you see is the curvature of the maze uh, further down.
3: Uh, does it look like there's any kind of dust being kicked up or, or any indication that something's moving?
1: Give me a perception check.
3: Going to be a 17.
1: On a 17, you do see that there are, uh, there is tiny footsteps in the dirt, and some of those footsteps are shoes instead of a goblin's bare feet. The footsteps stop directly behind the goblin you just ordered down. Do
2: I still have a sense of him with divine sense? You do, Torin. Uh, I assume you're- you're chasing after? Yes, and I say, Vert, when you see the signal, fire! And I cast- Hunter's Mark at the devil while I still have a sense of him.
1: Yeah, uh, Hunter's Mark hits the devil, and uh, Hunter's Mark appears uh, over the invisible figure that's... A roaring golden lion against a sun. A roaring golden lion against the sun starts glowing uh, six, seven feet up in the air above where this goblin has hit the deck.
3: Mm. I'm casting Lightning Bolt.
1: I think I have to... Do I have to dodge it?
3: Dexterity saving throw.
1: That. Ooh, I fail. Yeah. By the way, where exactly are you firing this lightning bolt?
3: Up towards the
1: towards the hunter's mark. Yeah. Okay. Just letting it just letting it fly. Fly.
3: That is thirty nine points of damage.
1: Oh God. I just want this epic fight
2: to be happening, and at the end of it, Twilight just runs up, and is like, and I can help too. Trips on a cabbage.
1: Uh, at this point, I think Mo lands on your shoulder, uh, Vert. Okay. And you fire the uh, the lightning bolt I guess you said you were targeting the hunter's mark. Yeah. So it goes up and over and you see it cut through like three stalks of corn and travel off into the distance. And the goblin on the floor uh, turns around. It, it, the lightning bolt doesn't look like it's connected with anything. The goblin on the floor turns around and starts screaming and putting its hands in the air and in goblish going like <laughs> meh, meh, meh. and another huge cut opens up across its uh, just across its stomach horizontally. It's gasping at it. Uh, it's it's still alive, but it looks like it has been grievously wounded. Twilight, have you
0: decided to chase after them at this point? Okay, so um, I want to get a bit of a lay of the land really quick before I make my action. So mm-hmm. we, I know we saw the foppish devil um, attack one goblin, go to the farm, attack another goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a kind of high ground to Balderdash where I can survey what's going on? Because I feel like he, even though he's the leader, it almost feels like he's a distraction, and so I want to get a better idea of the whole the whole picture. Uh, you could climb up on one of the sheds. Uh, yeah, uh, I would like to climb up on one of the tallest sheds, and I'll, get a I'll give you that. Sense.
1: I'll give you that for free. Yeah. There's like a barrel next to it. You can just twilight can just hobble their way up. Uh, you can okay. see. Uh, Torin and assumedly vert like you see mo fly down so you assume that's where vert lands or is Mm -hmm. Uh, And just
2: as an added reminder uh i think it gives advantage on any perception and survival check against it yeah especially to track
1: it with the hunter's mark you see the hunter's mark glowing in the air over a stalk of corn and you see you can't really see what's on the floor like you can't see like the last two feet just because of the angle you're at but there's definitely, they they definitely are sort of looking at something. Uh, Vert fired off a lightning bolt. Are you saying the hunter's mark missed and hit a stock of corn, or it did it hit the devil? The lightning bolt did not hit anything.
2: No, my hunter's mark.
1: Oh, your hunter's mark is floating over that goblin.
2: Okay, so did it hit the devil,
1: or did it miss?
0: It, it looks like it hit the goblin.
1: Oh, what did the hunter's mark hit? It hit, um... Yeah. Yeah, it, you saw the... How do I explain this? Vert saw the footstep the footsteps of the devil end just shy of that goblin. And the hunter's mark seems to be just like right above it. It's like like seven feet in the air. Above the footsteps?
2: Yeah. So my divine sense and Vert noticing helped us hunt okay, so we did hit
1: the devil itself, not miss. The hunter's mark definitely hit the devil. You couldn't miss with your divine sense on. But the lightning did not. And it's definitely, like, right in front of you. Can Twilight see an army gathering anywhere? Looking around Twilight, what you see is that on the rafters where the Dire Sturges nest, the Dire Sturges have begun to get rattled. Uh, And you see a door open on the far side of the rafters. And you see bearded devils, like Peralis, have emerged carrying halberds. And they seem to be making their way over to the Shattered Mansion. So that they can make their way down to Boulder Dash.
0: Okay, so Twilight looking up at the rafters, um, and realizing what's going on, and that there's like a secondary attack coming. Uh, I'm gonna bring back a, a favorite of our a favorite moment of ours. Twilight would like to cast uh mm-hmm. to make f- loud fireworks uh, appear on the uh, around the bearded devils and for it to explode into fireflies and land on the bearded devils. Like,
1: Solid cover them, back. Cover them in fireflies. 100% that happens, as you described it. It works exactly right. And the bearded devils are swatting giant dire sturges away. Uh, it's really slowing them down. And you can see that a dozen, no, a baker's dozen bearded devils have emerged and are making their way across the rafters, trying to fight their way through these panicked and hungry dire sturges. And I think that goes back to a Torn and Vert, you two still see this goblin uh, holding its stomach and squealing in pain. Torn roars out a,
2: no! And grabs the great sword, <laughs> flips it to the silver side, and goes to swing at where the hunter's mark is. You mean like up in the air, seven feet in the air? Oh, the hunter's mark is seven feet in it, the air? It is. So it's not an exact location of him. So it seems.
1: Mayhaps some trickery is afoot?
2: I swing at the air above the goblin. You feel nothing connect.
1: Can I spin, spin,
2: spin to win?
1: (laughs) A voice in your head in the devil's voice says, Ooh, almost got me. You think you're going to try to save your little friend here from me?
2: And I stay near the goblin so that my aura of protection can try to help it out.
1: It puts a, it puts a, like a little hand on your boot. Like it's just like touching, like barely just touching your boot. It's like...
2: I try to keep a stance ready and reach a hand down to cast
1: lay on hands of healing. And you see the wound across its stomach close up and the goblin goes, oh, okay, well that takes care of the damage from that shatter spell and the goblin turns into the little foppish devil. We ever remind you you're a dick? Uh, yes. And I think that this would be an excellent time to roll initiative, everybody. (laughs) Does that include me? go ahead twilight
0: okay i got an 11. i got a 2. uh i got a 10. it's a rough it's gonna be a rough time boys
3: (laughs) can't be any rougher in this climb
1: uh so that went 11 to 10 so shouldn't my pure holy power have hurt him instead of heal him Hold on. Twilight, Torrin, Vert? Was that the order? No, Vert went before me. I only rolled a two. And Torrin rolled the two. So, Twilight, Vert, Torrin. Yep. So, actually, first turn is gonna go to the Foppish Devil. And the Foppish Devil stands up, and he's way up in your grill, Torin. He looks at you just eye-to-eye, eye, like he floats up and looks at you eye-to-eye. Eye. And then you see, uh, and everyone sees this, even Twilight from a distance sees this, Uh, mirrors seem to just form in the sky, creating this hexagonal arena around the three, uh, the- the- the devil and Vert and Torin And Twilight, you're having trouble seeing in past these mirrors. These mirrors form a complete
0: octagonal shape around the three of you. Oh no, I need to channel my shinobi spirit to break through this these mirrors. It's not what I'm doing. <laughs> it's not what it is. Oh no, Oh no! the Let foppish devil the is foppish teleporting devil. from reflection to reflection.
1: Exactly. Your hunter's mark and your divine sense where you seem to be tracking this devil around the room start to get staticky and it starts to move around sort of randomly. Like it seems to be moving around almost behind you. And this little foppish devil that's now flying in front of you, just floating on its own power, is right in front of you. And it is Twilight's turn. Twilight, looking from outside, an octagonal shape of mirrors has formed around the battlefield. And you are outside of it on a shed.
0: Are there any non-engaged, what are they called, Dire, dire sturges. Uh
1: yeah, there's a whole bunch of dire surges up there. They're all flapping and angry and they're being loud.
0: Twilight would like to use their prestidigitation to guide one of them with a firefly down to him uh, down to them. Let's call that an animal handling rule, I think. Sure. That sounds fair. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting real creative here. <laughs> I think we all are. Yeah. We're just we're just out here we're just trying to best live our lives. Seventeen?
1: Sure. Yeah. uh, A dire sturge comes like it eats a firefly, and prestidigitation just generates another one, and you sort of make a trail, and the dire sturge has flown down to you. Awesome. Uh, Twilight mounts it, and Uh, uh, Twilight. uh, That's going to be another animal handling role, at least. I know.
0: I know. (laughs) And Twilight is going to try to use message in its head, Mm -hmm. um, to transmit just like calm, soothing. Words directly into its mind, like "Shh, it's all right, buddy." Okay, yeah, we'll
1: still okay. we'll, we'll still call all that animal handling. Go ahead. Excelente. That was
0: a twenty-one. Yeah, no, you got it. Cool.
1: You were on a dire sturge's
0: back. Okay. And Twilight goes, "Okay, buddy." And Twilight's like patting the dire sturge and goes, "Let's go save our friends." And Twilight uh laun uh launches off the shed with the dire sturge and tries to crash. Uh, into this dome of mirrors which you can call that my turn if you wanted to like add dramatic sure back like, f- to it flying it into <laughs> the mirrors yeah we're gonna crash in there we're gonna
1: we're gonna break oh, it open. the
2: Emperor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, pony not super sure how to roll this uh let's say yeah you the the dire Sturge is pretty Kamikaze heavy, Twilight basically uh, I think Twilight what's fair here is that you're both gonna take sort of crashing damage here. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, does that sound fair? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Did you want? Did you want to add some? Uh, did you want to add some tension to this, where I can roll and we can see how it turns out, and if I'm successful? Did you want to give them their turns, and then my action will complete on my oh, next round?
1: Absolutely not. This is all happening right now.
0: Okay. Um, I was just asking. Here's what I'm
1: gonna do. I'm gonna roll two d8, and we're gonna see how much damage everyone takes from this. We are gonna take nine damage. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Twilight takes nine damage, the Dire Sturge takes nine damage as it crashes through, uh, Vert and Torin, what you guys see is this, this devil in its trickery have started moving around and creating mirrors, and then half of those mirrors just shatter immediately, and Twilight riding <laughs> a Dire Sturge has sort some of <laughs> somersaulted into the battlefield.
0: Hi, friends! I'm here to help!
1: Oh, damn!
0: Uh, I need a badass, I need a badass line. Uh, anybody want a lift? Uh, now hold on. Let me let me rewind. Let me try that Torn again. Has the
2: heel of his hand against his forehead. <laughs> Twilight. Twilight leaves with the direst, and it
1: crashes back in again. <laughs> Who's ready to die? <laughs> I do want to know what your intentions are at this point, Twilight.
0: Yeah, sure. So Twilight saw basically what happened. Twilight saw the the foppish devil create this dome around their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight assumed that that was bad news. And so Twilight crashed in to kind of create a way out, and is basically gesturing for the friends to hop like hop on. Like, come on, let's get out! Okay, that works for me. Uh, so you're still
1: there. Uh, I'm going to say so that like you, on top of the Dire Sturge, are still sort of in this arena of mirrors right now. And, Vert, it is your turn. How close are the mirrors to us? Ten feet. They are... They are surrounding you, or they're trying to. They're not so much anymore. They're surrounding you on one side. Uh, All right. I would like
3: to do two things. Well, two and a half, actually. Um, First one is I want to cast uh, Thunder Wave. Sure. Using the Wand of No Big Deal.
1: Yep, yep. Protect your allies. Let's resolve that first. So everybody's going to roll to save. Allies are going to roll to save with advantage. So
2: that's a a, one-team saving throw. It's a 15.
1: I don't know, what type of
2: saving throw is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: on what stat? Constitution. Everybody make a constitution saving throw. You guys make it with advantage. Uh, my guy is going to get a 14 and be very disappointed in himself.
2: So with Five. advantage means you roll twice and choose the yep. highest, right?
1: That's the thing.
2: Yep. Okay, so I rolled a 15 plus one, so yeah. 16.
1: You save. You're going to take half. Twilight. Twilight also barely scraped by with a 16. Okay, uh, and my guy's going to fail, so let's, let's hurt me now.
3: That's uh, nine damage.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, How
3: do the mirrors look, too?
1: The mirrors are going to shatter from the Thunder Wave. All right. Uh, so that took care of all that nonsense. I would like
3: to run uh, or move as close as I can with the move action to um, the Dire Sturge.
1: Okay, totally fine. Uh, you get right next to Twilight and the Dire Sturge. Torin, your action. Unless that's... Mm. Sorry, Vert, are you done? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm a professional. Okay, Torrin, your action. Has any of that revealed the location of the devil, seeing as how my... Uh, He did fail his roll, uh, and you did see him get... He got knocked back pretty far, and what you feel is something has bumped into your back. This would cost one action, and
2: my being able to attack twice doesn't affect... So am I able to, like, attack once with weapon and then do a spell as an action? Uh, no, it's one or the other. It's either the two attacks or one spell. So I'm gonna think tactically, and I immediately cast Hold Person behind me, using the Hercules force at what bump behind me because I physically felt it. So you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw.
0: Oh, also, um, I actually forgot to mention that Mo also has a a role for initiative. Oh, you're right.
1: Okay, we'll, take, we'll do Mo next. Uh, I got 14 to save there, buddy. I have a
2: charisma saving throw, I know the numbers of that would, but the wisdom saving throw. Uh,
1: It's all the same. No, no, I'm doing the wisdom saving throw, your saving throw for spells is always the same.
2: Okay, so spell saves, what did you roll? 14.
1: Strock, I have spell save... 15? No, 13. (laughs) I succeed! You feel your holy powers try to interact with something, but the light fades, and you notice as you turn around behind you, there is in fact a... The, the hunter's mark floating about just over your head. You're a pretty tall dragonborn. Uh, this thing seems to be about, uh, like, over the head of you, just barely. Does that make sense? Did I phrase that sentence as confusingly as I think I did? Slightly. Your hunter's mark's right in front of you and slightly above you. So who goes next? Uh, Mo does.
0: Mo is going to fly over to the hunter's mark and land on the foppish devil's head.
1: Make it an easier uh, target to track Mo definitely lands on top of something hey
0: Twilight looky here, you see that this is the one you gotta take out, so uh why don't you go do your little thing with your loot and your music? yeah, cool uh
1: at the end of moe's turn, uh all of that glass that has now been shattered all around this battlefield it begins to levitate upwards and then it begins to spin, and orbs of cutting glass begin filling this tiny space in the garden uh it's just a storm of razor sharp pieces of glass i need all three of you to make a constitution saving throw
3: that's a 13 for vert
1: that is an 18
0: yeah so just an 18 for me
1: okay oh just just an 18 uh twilight and torin twilight and torin are only going to take 5 where vert takes 10 as these this storm of razor sharp glass cuts into you uh, and the dire sturge took 10 by the way uh, dire sturge not looking not looking so good right now have mo make the save as well please i don't
0: i don't know what stats are for raves but uh mo got a 2 so not oh, all right
1: no yeah mo takes 10 damage is mo still alive i see mo has one hit point mo poofs into dust and returns to twilight's aura uh,
0: and twilight goes, Mo. okay well i'll have to cast her again
1: the foppish devil that you knocked away gets back up with a smile on its face, and it uh, makes its way around that. Uh, no, it makes its way right into that storm of glass, Torrent and it whizzes past you. Make an attack of opportunity. Do I just roll damage, or do I need to roll to hit? Yeah, just roll. Roll an attack with your greatsword, like it were any other attack. Fifteen plus six. Yeah, you hit. And I'm hitting with the silvered edge. Or I should say, it seems like you hit. As your greatsword swings down, it hits the form of this of this foppish devil, and you see that form waver like water, uh, dealing no damage. And the foppish devil continues unabated until, uh, Vert, as you're trying to get to the Dire Sturge, this thing is right up in your grill, and it says, Oh, look at that, we're the same size. Vert, what is your armor class? Uh, 16. This thing is going to swing its little cane at you. It swings its cane in this downward motion, and you feel across your back a massive wound opens up, and you're going to take 15 damage. Goes to Twilight. Could I use a bonus action to
0: use the cheater's key to get a look around?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so Twilight, real quick, bonus action. Would like to use the cheater's key to get a good look at the surroundings, see what's real and what isn't real.
1: Using the cheater's key, two distinct images appear for you. The first is you look at the foppish devil that's standing right in front of Vert, and you see that that is clearly an illusion. It's mm-hmm. it's you know just a wavery, flickery fake thing. And standing behind Vert is a tall. ...findly-looking creature. It has gray skin... ...and little wings... ...and long horns that seem to... ...shoot out the top of its head. And... ...you know this figure. It wears barely anything. Just a loincloth... ...made of some unknown leather. And it's holding a scythe... ...made of carved bones... ...and tied together with tendons and sinew. You can see... Torin's uh, hunter's mark is floating above its head. And you know this figure from the statue in front of the Shattered Mansion. This is the Devil Knight. The devil that is in charge of this entire castle's security force.
3: Hey, you know, uh this actually isn't that bad, except. Kev, f- <clears throat> are you okay? Kev, <clears> Kev! <throat> oh. I'm okay. Um. okay. That... that was scary. Whew. Sorry, I just dropped some of my equipment, but I'm okay.
0: Oh, thank the Strock and Gods are okay. I could have sworn- Jay? Jay, you there? J Mark! Well, friends... That wraps up yet another episode of Elijah's Daily Delights. I hope y'all have some lovely person or people to cuddle up with tonight as you chomp down on the hearts you've received. We've got some exciting plans coming up for you. New segments, new features, and quite possibly more guest spots. Who knows? Maybe Robin will finally come by and end her extended vacation. Speaking of a vacation, I think I'm going to pop on down to the Poetry Black Cafe and have myself a delicious jasmine tea. Stay tuned for the sounds of refreshing relaxation. Thank you, and keep living your truth. j Mark? Jay, you okay? What?
3: j Mark! Hey, wake up.
0: Ugh oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'm I'm up. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I, I think I lost that tech you gave me though. Uh,
3: that's fine. I'm just glad you're okay. What happened?
0: I uh I I think I fell. Oh,
3: obviously. Where are you?
0: I well I found the engine room. Hey everyone, j again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tabletop for the End of the World. I know the episode was a bit late, and I'm also very sorry for my weird audio. Apparently my microphone decided it did not know what working properly meant, but it happens. Uh, that all being said, I would love to take a moment to remind everyone to be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and or Twitter at TfewCast. That is T-F-E-W-C-A-S-T. In doing so, you can be kept up to date on all of our postings, as well as our community events. For example, in January, we gave away a free Ahoda the Rich Tea to our listener all the way in Norway, Loki, for writing a fantastic fanfiction about the show. And this month, we are properly celebrating Black History Month. Do your research. Look into different Black men or women, neither or both, who are influential throughout history, the winner will receive an exclusive Persist t-shirt. And what is next month's event? Well, let's just say it has to do with Mayor Bucket. Kind of. Keep an eye out. Also, if you have not yet, please be sure to leave a rating and review for us on Podchaser and click that follow button. If we hit 100 ratings and reviews, we will give away an exclusive T-Few dice box to one of our reviewers and it will be signed by the cast. This will not be available anywhere else. That's it from me, so our next episode should be up on March 13th. We're getting closer and closer to the end of Act 1, which means we are going to need a whole heck of a lot more character names. So don't forget to talk about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising so that you could possibly be named as an NPC. Thank you, and remember... The overseers are always watching.